Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, Tone. Okay, great to be with you on this Thursday. Question for everybody. Question for everybody. Are the Cavs a soft basketball team? Oh, God. Hold on. Shut up. They can't see your face when you do that. Are the Cavs a soft basketball team, and are we at fault? 216-474-0092. Is Cleveland soft media at fault? Even though, I mean, depends on how, how you follow the team. I mean, there are uh, there are hardcore Cavs fans out there. Well, there's really hardcore Browns fans out there who think nobody's fair to the Browns. And then there's hardcore Cavs fans out there who feel that their team is ignored. And uh, oh, there's Guardians fans out there, and they just seem to hate everybody. But as far as the general fan is concerned, like I said this yesterday, I go, man, at the fan here, like I, you talk, you've actually, you've blossomed over the last few years. You don't even realize how much you talk to all the other people on the other side with the office and things like that. You used to be basically persona non grata to those folks over there. And now you've talked to them I more developed more. quite the reputation. You really have. Yes, you really have. I was the Josh McDaniels yeah, of you, the staff. You really were. And, and I, I tell you what, you've kind of, you've really opened up. There's no kind of, you've opened up. But I talked to a lot of fans or a lot of Cavs fans yesterday, quote unquote Cavs fans. Like they, guys, they don't know. These are office people. They don't know. They have no idea who Sam Merrill is. They can't pick him out of a lineup, guys. They can't do it. And they they don't know who Max Struess is. Does JB know who Sam Merrill is? Okay, well, that's another thing for, for, for well, we can get into that right now if you want to. Anyway, um, why are you playing Sam Merrill as much? I got one answer, but I uh, I want to run it by you. Mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, man, he's we, we got to figure. I mean, Darius Garland played 44 minutes in a double overtime loss. Like, when you bring back Darius Garland, you bring back Evan Mobley, when you have Karis LeVert kind of back into the lineup again, I know he was banged up there. Like you're gonna lose, you're gonna lose minutes for Sam Merrill. Yeah, you, you got. Yeah, and it's they did cost minutes for somebody. They did. You're not gonna lose too many games in the NBA regular season, dropping 22 threes, yeah. which is what they did a night after they hit 20. Yeah, you know crazy that is. If I would have told a Cavs fan like 15 years ago, hey, there's gonna be two regular season games where they combined for 42 threes. Is that the best team in the history of basketball? No, it's what everybody does now in the NBA. They shoot a lot of threes. Yeah, that's what they do. So many threes. But I talked to a lot of Cavs, or like, again, they They are. They shot 54 of them. Quote, unquote, 
Judas Priest, quote unquote, and they were still forty percent. Hell quote yeah, quote unquote, Cavs fans. Where they're honestly, I think they just, I think the Cavs season started for a lot of people on Tuesday night. I, I don't know why they were watching I that agree Dallas with you game. When you say that, and they just watched it, and they go, the the season has now started without them knowing. Because I went over to the TV station again, a lot of office people. Yeah, this Max Struess. How, like they like they say his last name like they're like not sure how to say his last name and I go okay you you really haven't been watching and I'm not gonna judge him for it like people are busy they got other things and we you and I we're we're supposed to follow up but we're entertainment and a sidebar for everybody else are we too soft on him though because you and I said at 9:50 yesterday at the end of the show a hey, free pass for the Cavs tonight. I probably was. We were. Normally, I'm not the soft one on the Cavs at all. You actually, you've been I've even been, more brutal on the Cavs this year. I've been tough talking, but, Ken. But just in terms yeah. of overall, overall, I think people in the city think I'm too hard on the Cavs at times because I, I get excited. I have them at this at this pedestal, and I've seen a championship. So I'm I'm probably comparing them unfairly mm-hmm. to some some great teams, and then some other great teams. We're, we're always watching the Boston Celtics this year, and. And, and, and really, it's so wide open in the East after them. But yeah, I'm guilty of being a little hard on them. And they, they still have so many young players, and, and two in particular, that we're, we're, we're always you know, going to put the microscope um, with. It. That's Darius Garland and Evan Mobley. And so, obviously, we'll have thoughts on them again. But See, you already I gave got them a free pass. coming after me, too. I gave them a free pass I last night. I gave them a free pass. I said that when you win a game like that, the way they won it, as improbable as it was, as Herculean an effort from Max Struess, and then to hit the 60-footer and to have the whole city on cloud nine, I said they can do no wrong for 24 hours. Come on. And you know what? I uh, I wasn't happy with the way they lost last night. They had a double-digit lead stand by late in the fourth. I will stand by it today. I will stand by it. I'm a little concerned that um, they have not been playing good basketball. They have not the been last. playing good basketball. Over the last, I'll have to quantify how many weeks it's, it seems because they had the break, but they um, they do not look like a a big time ready well, to make a playoff run team. That doesn't mean that I'm just saying in this snapshot because they have had times during the season where they did. Obviously, they had the amazing 20 game stretch. That's that's a healthy stretch. Uh-huh. I'm just saying right now they don't they don't look like that team. Like take McDaniel's here. So you got when you when you hemmed and hawed yeah. when I said not hemmed and hawed, but you went bah, when I did that. Take McDaniels. Kent, please don't do the, are the Cavs soft discussion? Like, what are they supposed to do? Get in a massive brawl with the other team? No, 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 no. Eh, we well, get, once in a while, those those are kind of nice. Uh, uh, I, mm, yeah, but depends. <laughs> I mean, you, you're going to get a guy suspended, so then he's going to make a rap the, album. And, yeah, that went true. Yeah. The Heat and the Pelicans with Kevin Love and Zion. You know, well, once in a while. Once in a while, it's nice to, to, to see guys... You know, get into it a little bit. I'm asking, are the Cavs soft, and is it our fault because we gave them a free pass and we've been very positive lately? It's been a very weird year. It's the season started like I I took the safety off so so far off one time that Andy thought I was he was going to get a call over the stuff I was saying at one point, which I thought was still fair, and I will still stand by those comments. But I still look at what the team was and what the team is, and I did think they got tougher. I think Jared Allen has been – not night and day, but I think he's just way tougher than he's been last year, and I think he's been great. He has been. But I think a lot of people for the Cavs, it started last year. So, or excuse me, it started two nights ago. The season started two nights ago. You go back to last year. How do they lose in the in the Knicks series? Okay, then they win this tremendous game against the Mavericks. All right, you're finally back in. You had your 
I don't know what it was, the all-star break, the whole thing, this vacation of sports, and then you're starting to get back in again because we're going to have to get back into sports at some point, and then they go out and they lose the, the Bulls, and I don't know, if you were just going to listen to ancillary conversation about the Bulls, you probably wouldn't think much of them, even though that you and I said a bunch of times yesterday, hey, you know, they are a try-hard team. They're not necessarily going away. I think they're the ninth seed right Andre, now. Andre Drummond, I don't remember him trying yeah. that hard when he was a cab, but N- no, he had a famously season. he didn't. Famously, He's he didn't want to. Tied a season high with 26 rebounds uh-huh. last night. Yeah. He is... Uh, yeah, I'm going to say that. He's. I, I think Andre Drummond, in a lot of ways, is what's wrong with professional sports. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'll say that. Poor, poor Andre Drummond and yeah. his family who might be listening today. I'm sorry. But, it, you know, I mean, when you when you, <laughs> when you you don't have that much here and then all of a sudden you do that, come on. And am I am I a little bit bitter they lost? Yeah, I'm a little bit yeah. bitter. I'm a little bit bitter because we're going to get people saying that the Cavs are soft. Why? Well, Andre Drummond, who the league gives up on. How many times has the league given up on Andre Drummond? What's that tell you about Andre Drummond? Let's go. Yeah, and look. And we the, had him. The, and by the way, it was a great interview. You know, had it, had they played any other team that wasn't on the second night of a back-to-back, we would have all used the excuse of a second night of the back-to-back. The issue is this game then, and a lot of it's your fault um, because of what happened there late in the fourth. But you had that lead. And then the game ends up going to overtime. Yep. And so all of a sudden, Donovan Mitchell's played 44 minutes. Darius Garland's played 44 minutes. And and while Donovan, you know, I trust him in, implicitly with playing a lot of minutes. I don't want him playing a ton of minutes down the stretch like he had to do last year. I think that took a little bit out of him. Um, it's not a, not a good recipe for a bunch of these guys to have to play that many minutes. It, cer- it nope. certainly isn't. Nope. So I, are we being too soft in the Cavs for giving them a free pass? Jeremy on the road. Jeremy, good morning. Hey, good morning. J- Jeremy, are we uh, too soft? Some... Are we too soft on the Cavs? Are Anthony and I too soft on them? Yes. Wow. I oh. think uh, everybody's too soft on Darius Garland, and I, I like the guy, but I think we really missed our chance by not trading him uh, because you can just totally see it's a different team. And uh, mark my words, if we, if we keep this formula up, not playing Sam Merrill, uh, not playing the same guys we were playing before, not having Mitchell at point guard, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be in big trouble. Wait a minute, Sam Merrill is the key to our success? Not the key, Mississippi but Merrill. Not the key, but with but with Mitchell at one point guard, he can one actually he can actually find open shooters. Well, I did think for one point last night, Jeremy. I'll meet you somewhat of the way there. I did think that I did think that Donovan Mitchell was passing off to Darius Garland on purpose. I think they try to force the issue. That part I can agree with. But I think, you're, I think you are being a little bit fatalistic there if we're saying that Sam Merrill is the key or if we don't get him more involved, that like we're not going to be able to attain our goals. I think they yeah, are I working the, on things. The, the key is forcing Darius Garland. And also, just one other thing, once you get a big guy in the playoffs, like uh, you could just see the rebound factor. The same thing if they have big guys on the Knicks or whoever faces us in the first round. Well, they they're will. just going to push us around. Jeremy, thank you for the call. Tone? Uh, well, they won't get pushed around if they end up with a two seed and they're playing like the Pacers. Now, the Pacers could outshoot them in a series. I'd pick the Cavs to win, but the, the Pacers could outshoot them, but you're not going to get pushed around by them. Orlando, um, which we, we would be, I think, big-time favorites over. Orlando is a tough team. Yes. Like they, They're young, but they, they will get physical. You remember earlier in the year, they had one of the better defenses in the league. They've, they've certainly come back to the pack in a lot of ways. But 
it would be it would be an unpleasant experience, but the playoffs should be. I mean, the playoffs should be should be hard, rough and tumble. It's not all going to be like the years you had LeBron and you oh. just decimated teams easily. Who's a better player overall? Darius Garland or one Mississippi Maryland? <laughs> Darius. Okay, yeah. so then you would work on things at this time of year to get Darius Garland more involved because Darius Garland, not just because he's the max contract guy, don't get me wrong on that, but is if he's the best, better player, which he is by far, then you're going to work on getting him involved with 25, now 24, games left to go in the regular season. Like, you're not not making the playoffs. Like, you would want to be this two seed, so you you get at least two first round or first and second round matchups, it seems. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two home series, home court advantage, and the whatnots. So that's the guy it is. But I I was so impressed by what they did against Dallas. I, Do you really think the Bulls would beat us in a seven-game series? No. The Bulls got to make the postseason. Okay, so what are we... What are we getting all hot and bothered? No, about? no, I, they're I working th- things out. Yeah, I don't think you should be worried about that at all. I do think there's been more of a discussion, and quite frankly, I never thought when they when they traded for Donovan Mitchell, I never thought we would be here at this stage in year two, jumping into the month of March as we will tomorrow, with people saying they'd rather see Donovan Mitchell a point guard. That is something I never thought, and I'm hearing more and more and more. People want the ball out of Darius's hands As and into Donovan Mitchell's hands because they don't trust Darius. It is, it is all re, it, a lot of it is results based. We go on what we saw that worked during a nine-game winning streak, even though we were playing a lot of lousy teams during a nine-game winning streak, and they did not see Darius Garland on the floor. They saw Donovan Mitchell on the floor, and obviously, when Darius Garland is not there, Donovan's going to bring the ball up and be the point guard, and and the offense is going to be run through him. Like that's. That's what a lot of people see. And so when when Darius comes back and they got to work Darius in, like, yes, I, there's not, I'm not making a bunch of excuses saying I'm not concerned about Darius. I'm telling everybody I'm concerned about Darius. But I don't make Darius better by ignoring him in the offense and not letting him shoot and not letting him try to drive the lane. And he got slapped in the face yet again yesterday. Like, I'm not making my team any better by well, we got to sit Darius now for stretches and bring in Sam Merrill. No, no. Come on, you guys know that doesn't sound right. I like Sam Merrill. I'm not trying to take shots at Sam, but this is what it is now. You got new guys coming in from the injuries. What did you think of Evan Mobley last night, by the way? I still don't have a, a ton of confidence. I, I I like the fact that he put up 25 points. I mean, in the middle of the game, of he numbers. was outstanding. He does. He has these stretches. That where, where he comes to life, a lot of it is matchup oriented with him. You know, there are certain guys that he 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 cowers. I mean, he just does. I that, that I get nervous against. And there are other guys where he's like, all right, his eyes light up, and he doesn't seem like a third year player anymore. Yeah. It all just depends. But his, I'm I'm a little worried about his confidence level going into the postseason too, because you need Evan playing at a confident level. You need to you you need him to to just be a guy who's not going to be you know, afraid of that next level because he's, remember, when all's said and done, you know, we think this this could be Evan Mobley's team eventually. Like, you'd like to start to see here in year three yeah. him assert himself a little more. You're very right about that. But when you have Evan coming back in and you have Darius Garland coming back in, I got to find minutes for some of these guys. And remember, you got a guy like Isaac Okoro, you got to make sure you, you find spots for him because he's still a top five overall pick and they're seeing what the, he, he had can great do because moments you do yesterday. have contract situations coming in. And again, he had great moments yesterday. So I don't, I, you know, is it twelve million dollars a year? Is it fourteen million dollars a year for Isaac Okoro? Is that still a trade commodity in the off season? There, you know, they, there are some things that they are trying to get figured out here. While we just think they should be beating the brakes off everybody, so I'm not, 
I'm not that concerned. I'm not. I am concerned about Darius Garland. I'm not concerned about the Cavs. But to a lot of folks, I'm sure I'm going to come off soft to them. And you and I are coming off soft. We are we are pillow fighting with the Cleveland Cavaliers right now. And part of it is you just have an all time win the night before. I'm I'm going to at least yeah. try to enjoy that. People always accuse me. Why don't you enjoy? You know what? For once, I did step it back and enjoying it. And we'll we'll get back to serious discussion about the Cavs yeah. after that. I, I think they're allowed to give one back after the way they won that the night before. Quite the, enjoyable. If, if you want to be mean, you could say they should have lost both games, and then we'd be having very different conversations. 216-474-0092. Coming up in about 20 minutes, you better have some good body language or some people are going to be very upset with you. It's true in your life, and it's obviously true with our favorite football team. Coming up next... Some really great news from a Cleveland legend. It's about last night on The Fan. Now, the Ken Carmen Show with Anthony Lima give their thoughts on what you might have missed about last night. I can't believe the amount of tweets. It's just like as if the game the other night, the all-time game where we talked about we're going to remember that the rest of our lives. If you brought your kids to that game, you're going to be talking about that game the rest of your life. They, they just want to bitch about the loss last night. So, apparently, we are too soft. I think I think that's, I that's th- become definitive. I want to talk about this again later on at 8 o'clock because I think there are – I think a lot of people are just box score watching and don't even know that they lost in double overtime last night. I bet a lot of guys woke up. They just went to bed. Maybe they stayed up for that that Mavericks game. I want to know how many people actually watched that game last night. That's what I want to know. I bet not a lot did. They just saw the final score go. You know, you win a big one and then you lose another one. Here we go. I want to know. I bet I bet at 8 o'clock, I bet some more people have watched that game. Would it have mattered? Okay, instead of winning the way they did, where mm-hmm. they, they really had no business, they needed Max Strews to do something we've never seen a Cavs player in the history of the team do. Even LeBron. Nobody's done that. Would they have been better off if they would have just beaten the Mavericks by 30 and none of that stuff oh, happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Then we would have been okay with last night? I... I would have been okay with either. Because now are some fans saying, well, they should have just lost both games. So now they're just not, not playing good basketball. Why would you have just basketball? lost both games? Like, they're not playing their best basketball. I'm not denying that. But why would you want them to lose both games? What, what So so you don't get your hopes up? Why am I getting my hopes up or down in February? They're the two seed. Still, at least the two or three seed. I got to take a by look a at it again game, after this morning. Seed, okay, so. by a half game. Because I didn't know if Milwaukee even played last night. So that's on me. Sorry about that. But why am I getting... Uh, why am I getting my hopes up or down on February 28th or 29th now? It is after the break. I got, got 24, 24 of these things left to go. Yeah. By the way, I uh, this was uh, this was something I had it's seen. The quarter of the season. I, I I wondered if anything in the two minute report would come out from the the Mavericks game because Mark Cuban was tweeting and Dallas Mavericks fans were livid. They thought they didn't get any calls, and then you brought up the Garland getting tackled. That did not. Nobody thought they were getting called. That did not show up in the two minute. The the Garland turnover. I don't need the two minute. The two minute doesn't do anything. There was one thing that showed up, and it was actually uh, against the Cavs, which was Jared Allen. They they should have had him for a three second violation, which the Cavs celebrate. So (laughs) it's it's just kind of funny of all the calls that that the the circus that was that game at the end. That was the one. So either way, they lost last night. Double overtime. One thirty two. One twenty three. Despite having. A command of that game in the fourth, and then in, uh, in in both overtimes, they had a chance to win both overtimes, but they fall by nine points somehow, 132-123. Good news is Darius Garland did hit seven threes, so finally he got that three-point shot back uh, to, to, to make up for some of that play, although there were some stretches again late uh, where, where he faltered. Here is J.B. Bickerstaff with how they lost that game. 
we just didn't make enough plays down the stretch. I think free throws kind of bit us in the butt a little bit. You know, the rebounding disadvantage obviously bit us in the butt quite a bit. And then, you know, the unfortunate, Jared just kind of got off balance. And DeRozan was smart enough to create the contact and get the three free throws. So, multitude of things that we can prove on. Yeah, there was a... This- a couple of opportunities here. You know, DeMar DeRozan had a chance to win the game, and I thought Struess played some nice defense on him, forcing a tough turnaround. Uh, and then on the other side, you had Donovan Mitchell with a, a look, a real good look to win the game, and it was front iron, so he missed it. Uh, I mean, no doubt. Both teams had a number of chances. And then you look at the score ballooning the way it does. Uh, so looking at the standings now, Kenny, yeah, Boston's running away with this thing. They are eight games ahead of the Cavs. So you have the Cavs at 38 and 20. You have Milwaukee at 38 and 21. The Knicks have fallen a little bit of late because they have been decimated by injuries. Yep. They are 38. Uh, they are 35 and 24. You've got the Knicks coming up. Then it's the Heat. Then it's the 76ers who are all the way down to the sixth seed. So I'll be watching to see how far the 76ers fall because that, that could easily be your first-round opponent. And then Joel Embiid. Could be coming back. You mm. could, you could have your big men square it off playing? against the guy you... who looked like he was easily the best player in basketball. Do you start playing? Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Playing the rest of the season in an effort to avoid them? No, no, I don't think you can do that. Yeah, we uh, kind of did that last year, though, when we were talking about the Knicks or the uh, Nets and kind of would have rather true. play the Nets. It's too early. I mean, Owen, we'll we'll be looking at that the last week of the season for sure, but it's it's far too early to worry about it now because, you know, they could they could end up playing Orlando, they could I mean Chicago. You can play the Bulls in a playoff series. It's, they've been hanging around forever. Yes. Meanwhile, Kevin Stefanski talking in Indy yesterday. We carried that live here on Sports Radio 923 the fan. And we've got plenty of audio from Kevin that we'll get to. Kind of found this one fun because I didn't see this coming, but he was asked about Ken Dorsey, what's the one thing you think, Kenny, most fans think when they think about Ken Dorsey, the coach? Josh Allen and getting fired. Okay, that that's true. Oh. I think it's the the image of him throwing the headset in the booth 
is the one thing most guys. That's his memorable moment. Yeah. Well, Kevin Stefanski was asked about it. No, no. I know Ken. I know what he's about. He is so hyper competitive. That's who he is. The stories of him playing pickup basketball are legendary. He wants to win. I think he's just such a competitive person. But that one moment is, is really not a big deal. <laughs> it's just funny that, hey, got to ask coach about everything. You got the opportunity. Might as well. Because remember. I want to hear more about his Pick up basketball. I do too. I know that. I want to know. Like, That's do guys legendary. have do guys have bloody noses? And Ken Dorsey is the king of some wreck. Where where did he well, play high school? Where where was he in high school? I have no idea. Kevin Stefanski did bring in that goal a few years ago. Yes, he did from his house. You have Miles Garrett, who is a celebrity game competitor every year. Miles Garrett hurts something playing basketball with Ken Dorsey. He played basketball at Miramonte High School in. Orinda, California. Ah, yes. Vaunted, home of the Armadillos. In basketball, he was a two-year letterman. As a senior, averaged 10 points, eight rebounds, and five steals a game. Wow. He really get right okay, up into you, play that cross. Pretty good basketball player there in high And then school. he'd fight you if it was a rec game. That that apparently what is what time? I'm hearing. I thought of this. To have that reputation that, that Kevin Stefanski just vouched for, he had to have gotten in how fist many, fights. How many fights? Oh, yes. How many fights on the basketball court did you get into growing up? Uh, it was at Ohio State. It was at Ohio really? State. It was at Owens North and Owens South. Owens Owens South was more basketball. You had the better basketball players there. You'd have Ohio State football players there. Uh, uh, North was a bunch of grad students. That's where I belonged, <laughs> playing with the grad students, not the athletes down at South. Uh, but absolutely got into it, one 100%. Time, one time growing up, me and my buddy Matt Long, I kept fouling. It was my fault. I mean, if I look at it now, it's definitely my fault. I kept cutting off the lane and fouling him, and my arm was going up and hitting him in the face. And it happened like three times. And the last time he goes, if you do that again, we are fighting. And it was a total accident. And he turned around, and I mean, he he reached back to the key building and tapped on it. And we grabbed each other by the shirts, and we just started feeding each other. We're both lefties, so we just it's like got, a hockey fight. What we Ken is doing right now? We were spinning around in the driveway, feeding each other lefts. It was ridiculous. Is it wrong to say, Kenny, that basketball, especially rec basketball, yeah. lends itself oh. more to fighting yes. than almost any other sport? E- easily e- uh, than any other sport. Yeah, easily. I mean, hockey, hockey's hockey, but if, unless you count, unless I count the the poker games at Vinny's drive-through <laughs> down the street and dice. Then, yeah, number three was yeah. pickup basketball. I remember Matt's mom was shocked. She just she wasn't going to get in the middle of it, and we just – Because – A dozen each at least. The thing about basketball is if you want to be a problem, you, you can do it full court. You can get into guys once shots are going up, and then, you know, you're always assessing, are the other guys taking this game seriously? All right, we're just going to get shots up. That's what we're doing. We're just getting a workout in. Yep. And then there's a guy yep. who can turn all of that into a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. In one fell swoop. All it takes is one. Uh, apparently, one of our bosses oh, wants to get on board. Here comes the Marble Mouth of Crawford County. Noted high school basketball player himself. Hello. I mean, when did the Cavs become immune to criticism Criticism from you guys? Let's criticize them. <laughs> I mean, all, long, all them. we did is complain about how the Browns won. Is it sustainable the way they're winning and everything? And now the Cavs win that's one a once a, That's a once-a-week occurrence. It's a once-a-week okay. occurrence. But here's the, here's the deal, guys. When I'm watching these games, I'm not just paying attention to wins and losses after the break. I'm paying attention to how they're winning or losing the game. Late in the game, the habits that they're developing and, and reverting back to, 
are worrisome to me. Because Those are the habits that people like, want them to revert back to because they think it's winning basketball. I know you've gotten used to way, winning arguments in the afternoon, this, but you better come correct this, when you come to us in the morning. not a team that got out-rebounded by 30-plus last night? Did we not mention that? They got out-rebounded. I never said that yeah. I was thrilled with that or proud of that. We, there's night. a difference and between being way, happy and a free pass, Keith. Here's the deal. Late in the game, both Struce bailed him out the other night because of it, and it happened again last night, is late in the game in the fourth quarter and in both overtimes, the offense is standing around for the great majority of time, reverting back to watching Darius and Donovan go one-on-one, and they're, they're relying on bad shots right now. Like, bad decision-making. By the way, the way this game was forced to overtime, it was a bad foul by Jared Howard to foul nobody, Rosen on the three-point. Nobody disagreed with that. So nobody disagreed with that. Bad, okay, Ken, I'm worried about bad decisions and bad shot selection late in games, and in both overtimes last night it happened as well. I'm not worried if you're getting good shots and missing them, that happens, and I understand you're tired by the second overtime. But they're not even getting good shots right now because they're not moving the ball. Second game of a back-to-back. They're still figuring out their offense that, with Darius what Garland that, there. What does that have to I do mentioned, with I mentioned I over and over. Early, I, well, if you would listen to me, but you don't want to listen to me because, again, you've gotten used to winning Bad other habit. arguments. But they're playing a back-to-back. They're exhausted. Darius Garland's exhausted. You're He's coming back from injury. Uh, no, I'm telling you the truth. If you want to take it as an excuse, that's fine. But I'm telling you the truth. Maybe you could host it on your new podcast, Here's Ken, the Deal, with the becoming, Marble Mouth of Crawford you're, County. You're becoming an excuse maker for this team. Uh, I, I think Michigan might have six losses next year. What do you think? That's I, I don't disagree that they could lose four or five games. I don't know about six. But. Thank you for the call, Keith Britton. <laughs> Michigan going down in flames. Is that is that really how you want to win a championship? Your program is in disarray. You lose your coach. You lose all the players. Suspensions, fines. We should have asked him about oh, Jawan Howard. Great national championship. He'll swing on somebody, allegedly. You know, when Ohio State wins a national championship, they're good every year after. Michigan sold their soul to the devil. 216-474-0092. And a great moment. Yes. A great moment last night. Do we have time for off, it now? Yes, to finish yeah, off about uh, The voice of the great. Browns last night holding court in a way, I think, if you watch the video, you'd certainly get emotional. It was a, a great moment. We have audio from WKYC Channel 3. Big day, everybody. My last radiation treatment, 25 up, 25 down. What a team I had. What an honor. Ring the bell three times. All right. Good for Jim. Jim Donovan completing Jim. his treatments. It was great to have him at the end of the season again make his triumphant return to the radio booth uh, because it was, it was obviously a tough situation. He couldn't come to some of the games because of those treatments. Uh, battling leukemia, right, Kenny? Yep. And uh, uh, he looks great. Yep. In fact, his hair grew back even better. I, You know, for me, I need advanced goy. That's the best Jim Donovan's the hair best, has ever looked. The thing well, about, that's a nice how do you do. He never mentions the hair either. That's the it thing. Looks he doesn't stupendous. mention it. It's very, very good stuff. Great lettuce, as they'd say. Yeah. And he never mentions it. It's, it's, it's understated. But that Congratulations. Was very, that that was awesome. He's great. To see that. And, and, and damn, he looks great. He's great. He is excellent. That is very good news to see. Saw that this morning. I texted him. Hopefully, I didn't wake him up. Very, very good to see. We love Jim, and it's fantastic to see that. Is that it for about last night? That's it. That's it for about last night. Coming up at 820, Mary Kay Kabat of the Kay Kabats will join us on the show. We'll talk combine with her and bad body language finds. Because when you walk into the building, you better have the right attitude over at 76 Lou Groza Boulevard. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, live on the fan. When you walk into the building at 76 Lou Groza Boulevard, you better have good attitude and you better look like you have a good attitude. Mary Kay Cabot at 820 on the morning. Yesterday, um... Uh, hold on, hold on, Ken. Hold on. 
You're just going to ignore the elephant in the room. I mean, we have one of our bosses just call in, say the show is being soft. Then he got argumentative with us because I guess we're supposed to say that last night was like, what, most well, embarrassing not, loss in I'm recent I'm just not going to be his robot for his terrible takes. I, he, again, he can host. He can host Here's the Deal with the Marble Mouth of Crawford County, an Odyssey podcast if he would like to. Apparently, uh, people, right, people don't like us anymore. They like Keith because they got people on the phone lines lining up to agree with him. 216-474-0092. Fine. All right, here we go. Sal in Cleveland. Am I being too soft? Hi. Yeah, I, I, I do. My, my point is, and I love you guys. And I, and I you don't need to qualify it. We know you love us. Let's Thank you very go. much, Sal. But, but let me have thing. it. Come on. Okay, I'll let me have it. The Mavericks went to Toronto last night and just took care of business. That's what good teams do. Also, we have the two best big men on the floor last night. Supposedly, Jared Allen's playing great. We think Evan Mobley's going to be good. And we got out-rebounded by 30-some rebounds. It, it, it was makes not, no sense to me. I'm not saying – Go ahead. Then one other thing real quick, yeah. and I'll hang up. Ah, fine. Let's yeah. say we get the Knicks in the first round, and we have home court advantage, and we go up 2 nothing. Are you guys going to say, oh, we, you know, we don't care about James Green in New York. We just, we just took care of business at home. I don't think it's it makes- not that we don't care, but teams definitely go, we got these two here, and if you give up one, why did Sal hang up? If you give up one, then that's it. He's probably tired of hearing your excuses for the team. I, I, I did not know. I mean, know. Dallas is a better team than Toronto. You know, back in my day, Kenny, when you won a game. Toronto's 22 yeah, and 37. the Cavs are a better team than the Bulls. Oh, they are a better team than the Bulls, but the Bulls, how do, guys. And the Bulls were under man, too, so I get the annoyance a, of the loss. I understand four, that. It's a four-hour show. It's a four-hour show. We said yesterday, how many times did we say it? The Bulls are a try-hard team. The Bulls are a try-hard team. The Bulls are a try-hard team. Were they undermanned? Yes. For whatever reason, Kobe White is like scary Terry to us, and I don't understand that either. That's annoying. I'm not saying that I'm – no, I'm I'm sick and tired of saying what I'm not saying. Let me tell you what I am saying is that I'm not going to sit here and overreact after a great win over the Dallas Mavericks. That's not what I'm going to sit here and do. That is silly for you – that's silly for me to do. There is nuance to basketball. There's nuance to a basketball season. So me sitting here going, I can't believe we 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 had all this goodwill build up, will build up, and then things went to hell. That makes no sense at all. That is typical and silly. Me sitting here yelling that there's no Sam Merrill or Craig Porter Jr. as one person wanted to highlight is with the charge doesn't make sense when you're trying to figure things out with still 24 games left to go. You know what that is? That's the equivalent of the play calling argument. Well, this play worked for a first down, so they should run that every single play. Why didn't they run that play that's for a first down? Well, they lost two yards on this play. Why did they ever run it again? Why did they ever do that? Well, Sam Merrill, we we won nine games in a row with Sam Merrill. We were playing the Washington Wizards on back-to-backs, but we won nine games in a row with Sam Merrill. Why aren't they playing the Washington Wizards, and why aren't they playing Sam Merrill? I mean, do you understand how dumb I would sound if I sat here and did that after they won against the Dallas Mavericks the way they won? I wonder if the— I'm holding myself to a standard. I wonder if the greater issue here with the Cavs is you have— Yes, I'm in a shoot. You you have two separate factions of the fan base. You have a faction of the fan base that— wants to enjoy the journey, right? But there's a faction of the fan base that because we had so many incredible NBA Finals runs with LeBron, like you traded for Donovan Mitchell, the standard is, no, you, we're, we're talking about needing to contend for Easter Conference Finals and who knows what happens Does then. it sound like I'm enjoying the journey right now? 
I was trying to enjoy it by, sound by like I'm enjoying by, the journey by loving what happened the other night. I was trying to enjoy that because it was a regular season game. Are we supposed to treat it like a Super Bowl? No, no. but we are supposed to treat it like an elevated game because you only have so many of those in your life, baseball, basketball, football. How many regular season games in your life had the feeling of that one? So the Cavs got – I wanted my, that to stay. Let me get my book out here. So the Cavs got Detroit on Friday. Then they have the Knicks on Sunday. That, that's, a, that's a big one. Even okay. the Knicks are wounded, but that is a big one. Then they got Boston. Okay, so they're home against Boston on the 5th on Tuesday. And we're all going to be watching that Say one. Say they win the next three in a row. So on Wednesday morning – Okay, on Wednesday morning, if they beat Boston, right? Say they look good doing it. They beat Boston. How many people are going to remember that I'm sitting there ripping on the Cavs, which are a team that's capable of winning all three of these games, obviously. How many people are going to rip? Uh, going to remember that? And if I don't, if they don't win that game, then we'll talk about it. But I'm not going to stick my freaking foot in my mouth just to make some people happy and let them have their, their pound of flesh over a long basketball season. No, I'm not doing that. There is nuance to all of this. I've been as mean to the Cavs this year as I've been in my life. Probably not, but still as I can remember. I've been mean-spirited at times. I've questioned a lot of things. But damn it, they played really well the other night. They deserved to win that game. They did win that game. Yes, it was a 59-foot buzzer beater that does require some luck to happen. That's not lost on me. But good God. Yeah, they got out-rebounded. They didn't play that great. They didn't play that great. And it took double overtime for them to lose. So they played with their food, and they lost a game against a team that they are better than on the second half of a back-to-back, which they've won plenty of second halves of back-to-backs. And that's just the fact of the matter. So, okay, I'll, I'll call for JB to be fired and say that Kobe Altman, he's he's hiding behind the screens again as the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, this could be, I'm not going to do that uh, again. Because, again... They're going to do coach of the year based on the regular season, just like the NFL. And JB is right up there among the best. I have to look at the odds for JB, but he's been getting buzz on the national shows. So I I wonder if this is just another one of those where he wins coach of the year, but they don't go where you want him to go in the playoffs. And so people want him gone because we got a lot of that during the football season. Now I can't even talk about the bad body language fines. You want to talk about the bad body language fines? Play the audio. Kevin Stefanski, apparently they have bad body language fines with the Cleveland Browns. Hit it. We have a BBL fine in in the quarterback room, a bad body language fine. So so we talk, we coach it. Uh, We we never want to see a player on the field going like this. There's a palms up fine. Uh, So certainly how you carry yourself specifically at that quarterback position is important. And I think, as, as you know, and there's experts at this more so than I, but Everything you're doing, you're saying something even when you're not saying it verbally. So uh, we certainly coach our players up on it. And then with the, these type of environments, I mean, it's hard. Uh, these uh, The speed dating of, of this all is, is strange for these guys as they come in and you have 20 minutes to make an impression. Uh, so we try to be, you know, give them grace in that regard and, and try to just really find out about them. Uh, so try to put them at ease as much as you can. Is that so, fair? Yeah, so what did he call it? The BBW fine? Uh, I thought this was really interesting. No, fine. no. That's BBL a, in the oh, BBL. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now, there ain't that's, no BBW fine else. around these parts. That's something else in my mind. So, Kenny, BBW I, I heard that. I heard that, and maybe I'm being soft again. I thought, yeah, okay, makes sense. Remember, Jim Schwartz was all about the loafing. They they wanted the defense to play, you know, with, with passion, with exuberance. Let them know about it. Dance afterwards. You know, talk your talk. Walk your walk type of thing. I thought that was great. 
And then I went to social media and I saw people calling him the, the body language police, said this was micromanaging. You can't do this. Is this a, a violation of the CBA? Uh, could it be misinterpreted? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it because I thought, yeah, it makes sense. You want guys to, you, you don't want things. Remember uh, uh, this year with Josh Allen and, and Diggs? Mm-hmm. He had some bad body language walking off the field, and that yeah. became a huge story in Buffalo. We do that all the time. And so I thought he was trying to prevent that. So well, it made I, sense. W- w- weren't people going after Deshaun Watson because he was talking to somebody on the sideline and laughing when the game was? Well, what? yeah. yeah or, no, after, after the game, after he was game, smiling yeah. with uh, what C.J. Stroud or something mm-hmm. like that, and some people were upset with it. Well, I mean, we critique body language all the time we as do. fans. We do, especially radio shows. And, and yeah, yeah. We, we probably do go overboard about it. But there's the coach saying he's going to do it. And I, I thought to myself, like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. And there were some people who said, you can't, you, you're going too far. This is going to turn off players. If you start, if you start nickel are, and diamond are them they for body the ones, language. Oh, wait a minute. Are the, I need to know if the players are the ones doing it. Like Kevin Stefanski, is he walking around going, he didn't have a smile on his face yeah. at seven in the morning or a scowl. I don't know what's important to him. So I don't know if he's the one finding him. Are the players doing it? Like, are the, is the leadership committee, they have a leadership committee. Is the leadership committee finding the other players? Is Anthony Walker Jr. walking around going, I don't like the puss on his face. He's got to pay 500 bucks. They got the eyes in the sky. They got cameras all over the facilities. Yeah, they do. He did not specify, is that a player's thing? Is that a leadership committee? I don't think he went into too specific on that. I want to be the bad body language police. Something I could be good at. Yes, I want to walk around that building like the Turk. That's what now I want. That's something Keith could do. We do that all the time. Your you wife does that to you. Before you start, even if you don't even want to start an argument, your, your body language will start an argument. We do that in real life all the time. Let's not be so sensitive as fans. And fans do that constantly. Not a big deal. 216-474-0092. 820, Mary Kay Cabot. I ask her if that's a player thing or the coaches do that. That might actually make all the difference. That might make a little bit more difference there. Because if it's the other players doing it, it's like, well, you know, that's the leadership committee. If it's the coaches, mm, we could discuss that. That coming up at 820 this morning. And up next, the reason why I actually need to know who's running the offense. There is a part where it's important to know this early. Ken Carmen, Anthony Lima, take us with you to work on the free Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.